Hello, and welcome to the Northwest College Report interview series. My name is Hunter, and I'm here with Dan, and today our special guest is Kelsey. Hello, Dan. Hello, Hunter. And hello, Kelsey. Hello, Dan. Hello, Hunter. How are you guys today? Well, we're doing pretty good. <laughs> That's good. We're excited uh, to interview another Northwest College Sports staff. Mm-hmm. And uh, Kelsey is one of our life coaches here at Northwest College Sports. Mm-hmm. And Kelsey helps um, specifically in the areas of nutrition and community engagement. So Kelsey, as a part of her role, is to help improve you know, the experience of what people eat, how they eat, how are you using food in a healthy way for yourself. Mm-hmm. You you run a kind of a really cool little Northwest College Support garden. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're pushing to find people opportunities in the community, mm-hmm. you know, things like internships, yes. jobs, mm-hmm. um, new clubs, organizations, experiences. Because one of the goals of Northwest College Support is to help somebody not just adjust to our community, but to learn the skills of how you could adjust right. into the larger community, not just here, but anywhere. And to apply it. So we're excited to get to talk more about you and your background and your role here. So now that we got the, the job description out of the way, tell <laughs> us a little bit about yourself, Kelsey. Well, I've been at Northwest College Support for almost a year. Um, I have some cats and a, a son. <laughs> Maybe it's the wrong order to put it in importance. No, that's okay. You, how many cats? Three. Yeah, that's, that's normal. Uh, the, the, the third one just came up and was astray. Sure. And it was stuck in the fence. And I was like, Ooh. well, damn it, now I have another cat. So <laughs> there we go. The and she's fun. Cat, cat pack. Cat, the, the, yeah, the trifecta. They're fun. But yeah. Do the cats and the sun get along? Yes. Yes, they actually do. One of them actually follows my son around like a dog and fetches for him. And they snuggle and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Never yeah. seen a cat play fetch. That's a sight to behold. Yes. I taught a cat how to pay, play fetch once. You did? Yeah. Was, I, I got it to where it could uh, do 15 repetitions of getting a, a ball. Just like a it. crinkled up piece of paper or a no, ball? No, a real ball. Okay. And it would chase it across the room and then bring it back. But it was awesome because unlike a dog, when you play fetch with a dog inside, mm-hmm. like a dog runs over everything, knocks everything over. Yes. But the cat was awesome because you could be across the room, throw a ball, and it would like fly over couches and mm-hmm. under things, but not touch or disturb anything. Do it pretty Just stealth mode. so stealth. Yep. But man, that cat would bring the that ball back so slow. <laughs> like... You could tell I trained it what to do, but it was like, this is against my nature. Yes, and just I like can't do it. Slow step, slow step, <laughs> slow like step. Hope no one's watching. And then yep. bring it back and then just <laughs> attack it and go after that ball like yep. a champ. Yeah. It was great. Takes a lot of behavioral modification to get right. that down. Though. It does, yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. All right, so let's let's hear a little more about yourself and, and not just the cats, as interesting as they are. Well, yes, the cats are a fun topic. Um, let's see, I really enjoy photography and uh, doing more nature. There's a lot of different elements of photography, but nature and architecture are my, my favorite things to take pictures of. And people are fun and all, but it's hard to tell them to smile. And one's always blinking or doing something that they're not supposed to be doing for a good good pick but nature it's just anywhere and everywhere you can see the beauty around it so that's what I like I also enjoy cooking that's why I have a very fitting job for a lot of my interests and I'm looking forward to when the the garden is ready bringing a lot of that food to the table and Mm -hmm. having a big 
community cookout dinner That's with really all of the garden food. So it should be fun. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. So uh, you said you've worked here for about a year. How mm-hmm. did you uh, wind up here? Uh, by a, a, a nice gentleman named Dan Hanks. That's, that's how that. I got, you did. How weird. I asked him if there was any openings here and he said, well, no, there's not right now. About three months later, I asked again. <laughs> he said, nope. And then finally one day he said, there's an opening. We'd like you to come apply. So the rest is history. And we had worked together previously yep, at a different correct. residential treatment center. Correct. And then at one point in my history, I was a political candidate here in Idaho for a legisla- legislative district. And Kelsey did some work on my yes. campaign as well. Mm-hmm. We delivered. Oh, the door-to-door. Door-to-door. Uh, you and Corbin flyers. running a marathon yeah. together. I uh, overperformed in the district that we dropped by 7% in the area really yeah, we had an overperformance in our hmm. in our lit drop zone that's Inter- interesting <laughs> that statistic. is interesting <laughs> random fact yeah <laughs> we lost yeah yeah it's fine yeah. no bitterness there i no, can tell no no, bi- no none at all <laughs> <laughs> it was an adventure though yeah it was it learning, was. learning experience for sure yeah definitely yeah so we have a set of values in the program can you tell us a little bit about that and what your favorite value is? Uh, yes, I have two. And the reason why I'm looking is because I don't want to get words scrambled. Um, the first one is the difference between thinking and doing is follow through. Um, I, I see a lot of tendency for people to have really spectacular ideas of what they want to do with their life or in the near future or even year or two down the line. Um, and those are really fun ideas to grasp and talk about. But the hardest part can be actually starting that motion to follow through with that, to get there. And that's when the hard work begins. Um, and to see students actually ac- accomplish that is an amazing thing. And to see their self, um, how be they become more aware and mindfulness of all of the stuff and all the hard work they've put into it is is really, really cool to see when they've accomplished some of those goals and the other one is every interaction is a teachable moment you can learn from any kind of moment in your day-to-day um, that other people might not even take the time to think about uh, just by a simple holding up the door or helping someone load a complete stranger load a trunk of drawers into a back of a truck but you can always get something out of any point in your day and that's what I like about that one. Very sweet. <laughs> <laughs> they're good values. Yeah. Yeah, good. They're good ones. I and think I, I like the follow through one. I remember when we were writing that one. And, and I think in some ways it maybe does the best job to encapsulate what we're really doing. We don't really work. We work with people who have lots of ideas of what they want to do with themselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's about getting from where they're at to where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Like learning that follow through process. And just carving that pathway. Yeah. get the beginning steps going. I also feel like it sort of holds us accountable that we have to follow through. Hard to teach that to somebody else if we're not doing it. Correct. Like making this podcast. If I set this up. <laughs> it sounded up, like a fun idea, It's huh? a fun idea. Yeah, but it is really cool. If I'm going to get Hunter on this, I have to follow through. Right. And I can't like let us slack. No. Even though it's easy to get busy doing other things. The follow through has been... Uh, a little difficult with this podcast as I am new to the editing process and but you're find here. it a little difficult. That's the good stuff. You're here, though. We're here. We're trying. Yeah. You're I doing, think we're doing well, a pretty good job. Yeah, you have been following through. I mean, and, uh, 
I think sometimes, you know, they, they say that uh, by, I think the math is like by 2025, mm-hmm. 1 billion people are going to work at a distance wow. and not be working directly in the same space that they're employed. 1 billion people across across the world. So like what Hunter, what, what you're doing where you have to cut up audio and self-manage to get mm-hmm. that done and follow through in your own headspace, time. I think that that's like such a big part of the future of work. So those follow-through skills can go anywhere. Speaking of uh, follow-through skills and s- some of the values you're talking about every moment being a teachable moment, mm-hmm. tell us about some uh, moments that you've had in the program that stood out to you. you talking to me or Dan? I'm talking to you, Kelsey. <laughs> you're our special <laughs> guest for it. I can uh, ask Dan all the questions I want. Let's see, teachable moment. Well, I know one with with some students that their anxiety can trick them up a little bit. And the what ifs and the could ifs, should ifs or shouldn't ifs, um, can really slow their process down is because they take too much time um, focusing on that negative or so many unanswered questions. And it doesn't seem like a big deal to many other people, but one student I worked with for a long time really had high anxiety about going grocery shopping by themselves in a group setting rather than having the one-on-one support. Um, And one day uh, we got to the store and I said, well, I'll see you when you're done. I'll be in the car. And the student just looked at me and (laughs) was like, "Are are you serious right now? Yeah, you know what to do. We've been doing it for weeks. And so that that moment of cut down the thought and anything building up. So if I would have told that student when we were leaving the apartments, it would have just been brewing. But he student just took a deep breath and went in and came back out, six bags of groceries. And he's like, I did it. And (laughs) it was just so little for maybe you guys, but it was just like he didn't have that time to think about it and just go. It's almost like when you're standing at that tall diving board oh yeah and you look down for that two seconds too long and then you're like nope don't want to do it i'm going to belly flop and it's going to hurt yeah so you just got to go just got to do the swan dive yeah i got really scared going off my first high dive yeah so scary i turned around <laughs> i went back up later did you i, I turned around the first you followed time going through up. With it? yeah it was scary i've always really enjoyed diving so i, I don't have the same fears as you guys Good job. Oh, really? I'm very much a water person. Nice. I'm a water person, but not so much a height person. Would you ever do things. zip lining? Sure. I wouldn't enjoy it, but I would do it. You got to do it. Have yeah. you ever been? <laughs> I have. Yeah, it's pretty rad. Well, it's I was good a, stuff. When I was a kid one time, I designed my own zip line. Oh, no. I built one, and <laughs> I lived next to this kind of big forest. I grew up in Alaska, so yeah. everyone leaves you alone. So you can do a bunch of bad ideas as a kid. Right. So I set up this zip line, and I set it up at starting from the top of a tree, so it was about 35 feet. Mm-hmm. And I took off, and it broke instantly. Oh, no. And I fell 35 feet flat on my back. I was fine. Did it buff wow. out? Yeah, it's a good thing I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would break now, but I was fine. I walked off. I was like, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. One and done. That's a, That was a big one, just for... Um, high anxiety and too much of a thought process. It's just doing it with the follow through. Sometimes and you just got to rip off the bandaid. You do. Pulling it back and whew, it's yep. not a good time. So uh, you two are both mental health professionals. What uh, what changes would you like to see in the uh, mental health industry? Um, I think, I believe that uh, 
society as a whole would benefit more if they knew more about uh, mental health and not the stigma that could be behind it. People think that a person smiling and acting happy and bubbly or maintaining everything doesn't have any sort of mental issues versus the homeless guy or lady on the side of the street that is doesn't have any mis- mis- like mental issues but just might be on a having a bad year just it, it the depression doesn't judge anyone it can really affect everyone um, and just for the for there to be more education to not have such a stigma around it and to be more accepted um, and understood I think would really greatly benefit so many more people of all ages yeah more education on it yeah 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 I think that's I think you make a really good point that lots of times we look at the outside mm-hmm. to determine how somebody's feeling right and you know, like your example somebody who's homeless doesn't look good on the outside mm-hmm. but somebody who could look very very good on the outside could be having significant right me, you know mental health issues and I feel like society's come a long ways and we've still got a long ways to go mm-hmm. in accepting that it can affect anyone be anywhere i think society as a whole would really truly benefit if we all just took a step back and appreciated that this is around and acknowledged it rather than turning a blind eye to it people don't want to within the depression field there's a lot of big words and those big words can confuse people and when people get easily confused they're disengaged from it Mm -hmm. Um, and it's harder for them to learn about it so if there's a way that we could break it down into smaller formats, chop it up a little bit for people to be like, oh, okay, that was broken down easily enough for me to interpret from coming from a person who doesn't have a psych background. Right. Um, may truly benefit, especially students at high school, middle school, even grade school, just to get that comfortability going until they're even older. would would be something really nice to see. So that is the end of our... Uh pre-written questions is there anything else you would like to leave us with any good stories well i don't have any good jokes because i can never <laughs> i can never remember a punchline uh, so i i've given up on that um for some reason i like lots of like situational humor mm, but if it's like mm-hmm. if it's like a structured joke yeah that's like it, so it, much harder right i just i don't remember them and the ones, it seems like the ones that stick in your head oftentimes are like the more inappropriate ones. Yep, like that's, that's, that's so what I'm going with right I've now. I've been telling people we're trying to do a G-rated show here, you know. Gotta save the good ones for when we go off air. <laughs> <laughs> True that. Well, I guess if you don't have anything else, we thank you very much for coming. Well, you're Great welcome. Job. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, thanks everybody. Good stuff. This has been Northwest College Support Interview with Kelsey and Dan and Hunter.